Hey everyone, Infinite Wisdom back here on the podcast. Just checking in with you guys about relationships and marriage and divorce. And just here to talk about a few things for about maybe 10 minutes about marriage and how things are not perfect and how things are never going to be perfect in a marriage. And uh, if you're looking for one, then uh, it's no need to get married. You may as well stay single because it's the same thing, but it just has a piece of paper between the two of you. But at the end of the day, there's a lot more commitment with that marriage than it is in a relationship, in a single relationship. There's a lot more stress, a lot more dedication, and a lot more time and emphasis put into that, that relationship through marriage than it is through a single relationship out of wedlock. And let me tell you, it has its challenges to the utmost where you will never, ever know a person. You all ever heard that song? If you don't know me by now, you will never, ever know me. That song and that statement reigns high in marriage and some marriages. I'm not going to say all, but relating to mine and, and people, other people that I've heard, that relationship definitely, that song definitely resonates in a relationship or a marriage. If you don't know me by now, you will never, ever know me. And I think I'm going to let that be the topic of this, this um, segment of this podcast. When you're in a relationship and in a marriage, it is two different elements to it. One is binding by law and the other one isn't. The other one just is. It's more of a a commitment and a dedication that's on paper when you're in a marriage. When you're outside of a marriage, out of wedlock and you're just in a, a relationship, I think it's just more feelings, a lot of feelings involved. So the breakup is hard, though not easy, but it's, you can still walk away without signing papers. But when you're in a marriage, Everything that is bonded and connected to you is connected also to your spouse. I don't care if it's down to the drawers you're wearing. If they want to take you to court to take those from you, they will take the panties away from you as well. Or the underwear, whichever way, whichever way it goes. Honestly, I thought that I was going to have a perfect marriage. I mean, hey, what, what person doesn't think that? This is going to be great. This is the person that you love. This is how it's going to be. God is strengthening us. He's with us. This is going to be, we're going to live our life totally and completely until death do us, one of us apart. Let me tell you the work and the energy and the time and the consumption that you have to put into this is overwhelming. But you're always challenging yourself to do better. And to make that person with you better. But let me tell you, the only one that can fix each individual in a marriage is that of your own self. You're responsible for your own self and your reaction to the actions of others. Now, if you're in a relationship that's argumental and you can't come to an agreement and you you can't talk about anything or share anything without an argument, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time in some relationships of trying to figure out why that person isn't on the same page with you. They're not going to be on the same page because they're on a different page. They have not opened their book 
or you haven't opened your book to their page yet. You all either reading ahead of each other or someone's reading behind, but no one's on that same page. It is to the point where you just want to throw your hands up and say, forget everything. But marriage is easy getting into, but very hard getting out of, especially when there's assets involved, money involved, children involved. These things play a very big role. It affects the whole outcome of your situation when you're seeking a divorce. It's definitely not easy. And it's definitely going to be some work that you have to put in. But overall, if you can seek counseling, someone to talk to so that you all can get on the same page and understand that this person has flaws, you have flaws. And these are the things that you accepted when you said I do and you're able to work through them. Then you're magnificent. You're going to you're on your pathway to uh, repair everything is it can be fixed if it's broken it can be fixed but you're going to have to do the work individually and separately meaning you're going to have to work with your spouse or your significant other and you're going to have to work on yourself as well because there are crazy mental issues going on with people if you don't know them from the time of birth all the way up until you got married if you don't know these people you'll never know them and that's why I said this is the segment of my, um, the topic of my, uh, my segment today is if you don't know me by now, you'll never know me. And that means I basically, if you haven't learned to know me or to see the person that I am and the flaws that I made, then you're still lost. You don't know who I am as your spouse in your relationship you're still guessing and you're still wondering you still got your bags packed by the side of the bed ready to go because you don't know me by now and you won't never know me unless you take the time to open up your eyes and see the individual that's in front of you as well as you opening up your eyes and see seeing the person in the mirror as well and who you are because that song doesn't just not apply in a relationship for you and I as marriage. It re- applies in a relationship as individuals in a relation in a marriage or in a relationship. I have to see who I am as well because I've been blind and I've been seeking who I am because I don't know me by now. And the same applies with your spouse. It's a lot of things that I have to cover. It's a lot of things that I have to say. I'm trying to take breaths between this and break it down into uh, analogical understanding for people that's in relationships and people that's in the in marriage. It's a difference. And some people get married and think they're still in a relationship, a boyfriend and girlfriend relationship. Some people get married and never realize that marriage is something different from a, a relationship uh, out of wedlock. You have got to start focusing and looking at the whole surrounding point of this person that you had a dating relationship with and then you go into marriage. Now, you make sure that you pay attention to all of their flaws that they had within your relationship before you get married and then you get married and say, I don't like the way you chew. I don't like the way you sleep. I don't like the clothes that you wear. You got to understand that all these things that was going on before your marriage 
has been going on after your marriage. So you cannot get in your marriage and try to change someone who was already a different person before you got into a marriage. You were a different person before you got into the marriage, but the same person coming into the marriage. If you understand what I'm saying, nothing has changed until change come about through self. And that's meaning you and the person that you got into the relationship with. Both ends has to come to an agreement. Because we want so much for that person. We, want may, we may want more for that person. But that person may not want more for themselves. We may want growth in our life through our marriage and our spouse. But that person is already set in their ways. And they don't want to move They don't want to move because they were comfortable where they are. And when a person is comfortable where they are and they don't see any comfortability anywhere else, they'll stay where they are out of fear and something where they're comfortable at being taken away. But if you want comfort in your life, you may as well just be by yourself if you can find comfort in being by yourself. Because you're not going to find comfort and safety all the time in your marriage and understanding and balance is not going to be there. You can bring about balance, but it's not going to always be in that relationship. And that person that you grew into a relationship with and then came into marriage with, they're the same person. If you say, oh, I got married and my husband changed. Those are all lies. If your husband was cheating before you got married, your husband going to cheat while he's married. So at the end of the day, it's a choice that you make, a decision that you make. If he was a, a snorer before you got married, he's going to be snoring after you got married for a husband or wife. But you accepted that at the moment of I do. So don't say I don't once you say I do. Because once you say I don't, there's a whole lot of work that you got to put in in order to get out of the I don't. Because if you don't know that person by now, You'll never know that person unless you take a look at yourself first in order to understand who that person is and that relationship and what you got into. This is only part two of my segment. Um, If you don't know me by now, uh, talking about marriage, divorce, relationships, yourself. I'm going to have to wrap it up for the time being, but I'll be back at you guys with uh, part two of this segment. Um, as soon as I can on potty mouth, uh, stay tuned, pull into infant wisdom. I'm just doing my thing here, um, on the ones and twos. And I hope that you all tune in for more of my, uh, segments and my poetry, my music and all those things that I'm collaborating with at this time. And I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you soon. Peace out. Love, peace and happiness to all of you. Stay safe, stay strong. God willing and able. Good evening, everyone. This is Potty Mouth. Infinite Wisdom back on the ones and twos. Bringing you part three of my, if you don't know me by now, marriage relationships. And I'm just basically having a discussion and and been talking. If you want to pan in at any time, you can. Um, this, this segment um, is round two, part two. Uh, if you don't know me by now, you'll never know me. Um, into my marriage, out of relationships, and what do we want in our marriage? 
I want to recap things from part two. I was explaining how um, the person that you come into a relationship with and then later on into marriage is the same person before as they are now within your marriage. Um, and the things that you want that person to be, you, they, they, has to, they have to first want to be it their self. They have to first get out of their, their comfort and be uncomfortable in order for you to know exactly who they are and know who you are. So in this segment right here, I'm going to talk and focus a little bit more on why we make the choices of marriage. Is it because we're looking for protection, financial stability with another, with a significant other, or is it really love? Are we getting married because we love that individual or are we getting married because it's convenient for us is it convenient for you or your spouse or your significant other that got married and decided to be in a relationship because they felt like they were going to get something out of it and it will pay off in the end and then they find out that it's not all that they expected it to be or it's turned out to be so, a lot of times we, we, we look at our marriage and we say, wow, this person is amazing. This is exactly what I was looking for. This is the person that's going to make me a believer in love. That's going to give me everything, all my wants and my desires. And my personal opinion, that person cannot, uh, another individual cannot really... They can supply you with things to make you happy, but your wants and your desires are a, a deep connection of spiritual and yourself and what you want and your happiness. You can be happy with a person, and I'm not saying that your husband or your wife can't bring you joy and can't bring you happiness, but at the end of the day, we're looking for a strong response from the individual that we decided to call husband or wife we don't always get that some people financially connect with each other you're attractive you look good you have money and this goes both ways I'm not just putting it as women I'm putting it as men as well it goes both ways it looks good this is somebody who's got their head on their shoulder. This is somebody who has a great job, a home, everything that you, you know, that can benefit for yourself. But you look and you say, what are you bringing to the table? What can you bring to the table to be in balance with this person and to keep this financial stability with the relationship? why you try to fall in love with you with that person or why you are falling in love with that person how do you build something and continue to build it as you go through a relationship does financial stability cause a, a uproar and arguments and disagreements in a marriage yes it does does financial stability um actually control a marriage it does 
it'll control a marriage if that's all that an individual came into the marriage looking for. Do you have options? If a person comes into a relationship looking for a, um, a dynasty, then they should have bought a dynasty. Because you can get in a relationship with someone that's financially stable, financially secure, and turn around. That person can walk away from you and leave you. Or that person, in a worst case scenario, all their finances can fall apart to where they have nothing. And then by you thinking that that finances was your stability to stand on, it all dissipates. It disappears and it's not yours anymore. It's not yours to share in. The wealth isn't there anymore. And now that person is down to a lower level. Then what is the move that, that you do? Where do you go from here? Do you stay in that marriage and you love, like you said, with your vows? Through thick and thin? Through all the ups and downs? To death do you part? Because if you're looking for an escape out of that marriage. Because that person's financial situation has crumbled and declined then you never got into that marriage for love in the beginning. You got in that marriage for opportunity. And once that opportunity no longer existed, you're looking for an exit out. I call that a prowler. It comes in all forms, male or female. You jump from relationship to relationship to marriage to marriage because you're looking for something that you did not build. If you cannot come into a relationship building, and, add, and growth and adding to along with the love and the appreciation and gratitude that was given to you on each side then I think you should be alone I think you should stay away I don't think that you should go into that individual's heart and start doing things and corrupting yourself within their heart and their mind and settling in and expecting so much and they're, they're putting out so much energy to keep you happy happy now, the love has to be mutual, but in some cases, the love is not mutual. The love is definitely taking a toll. One person loves a lot harder than the other. One person gives a lot more than the other. One person hears a lot better than the other. One person gets it and the other one doesn't. It becomes an unbalance. It becomes a, a frustration because you want so much for that person to hear you, to know you, to understand you, to feel you, to, to, to build with you. And that person doesn't. They're stuck in that one area of opportunity to that opportunity no longer exists. Then they want to move on. They prowl. But you have to wake up and start realizing and understanding. And before you get into a marriage, I, I suggest, and this is just from me, me being married. I've only been married once. I don't have all the answers. But from experience, I would say that if you're going to get married and if you're in a relationship with this person, I don't call it care if it's a year, five years, ten years, I suggest that you take down notes and you... You see where the common denominator is in your relationship before you enter into a marriage. And then you have the option to start eliminating or what you like and what you don't like before you go further into this relationship. I wish I had done that. 
in my marriage. I'm still married and still working on it. But at the same time, everyone has their falls. So I can't say I don't when I already said I do. And I saw things before I got into the marriage. So because that, like I said in my my earlier segment, my second um, my second segment, that it don't go into a marriage saying I do, and then later on you say you don't because the don't is hard to get out of. So at the same time, we got to learn how to find a common denominator and find out what we want because we want something of ourselves. When we get married, it's like you want to go out and find you and find who you are in a marriage. You want that balance. You want that person that's on, that's going to treat you like you would treat yourself. You want that person that's going to take you places you take yourself. You want all of those common denominators. You want those things to be relevant in your relationship and in your heart and in your mind. You want something like yourself. So that's what you want to go look for. So you start your notebook and you start writing down these things and you start noticing the flaws of your your significant other and if you like it you like it and if you don't you don't if you want to settle with it and you know that this is what it is then you take the is what it is because you chose the is what it is so at the end of the day before we make those choices in our marriage we have to first make choices in our relationship and I think it's a good idea because finances is one of the top-notch things in marriage. In our relationship, in marriage, finances will always be a part of our relationships, our marriages. Finances will always be a part of our life, period, because we we have to live. We as human beings have to live first. We have to live for food we have to work for clothes we have to work for a home we have to pay bills we have to these things they they are very important in lives in our lives so therefore the person that comes into your life or the person that you love and the whole dear to your heart is doing the same thing you know it's on a financial trail of prosperity you hope that they're in the, on the if they're not on the level you're on they're they're reaching they're reaching a higher level of growth and you're hoping that their finances is somewhat in tune with yours now if that was your, what you was looking for before the marriage then um and you didn't get it when you got married or it collapsed or it crumbled are you willing to stay in that marriage are you willing to stay with that person that went from being significantly wealthy to being down to nothing to from living from paycheck to paycheck are you willing to take that risk because day by day you never know what may happen you never know how your finances may change how that person's finances may change and then where you where it's going to lead you to where are you going to be how are you how are you going to get through this i'll tell you this i i honestly when you're down in a relationship like that, it, I, I tell you, it brings a lot of arguments, a lot of arguments. And and you want that person because you like you feel that person feel like that you're doing all the work. I'm doing all the work here and I'm paying all the bills and you're not even you have a job at McDonald's and I'm, I have, I'm in a corporate office and 
come on now and I'm getting sick and tired of this and I want out of this relationship I want out this marriage oh at that point you really don't want out that marriage because if your husband or their wife is making less money than you and not getting paid the 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 um the wages that you're getting paid you're definitely gonna have to pay that spousal support you're gonna still have to do the things that you were doing outside of the marriage that you would that you're doing inside of the marriage so if you're making more than your husband you're gonna have to pay your husband spousal support that goes to a song that um i can if you all can you can resonate on this and i'll i'll make this the topic of my um segment and that's uh cheaper to keeper that's another great song that um that's a relationship song that that plays into the minds of people when when you're dealing in a financial situation with your significant other is it cheaper to keep her cheaper to keep him cheaper to keep her whichever way it goes is it cheaper to keep her because there is a big difference in divorce and going through a process than it is in keeping that person that you chose to love and go through hard times and cherish and build and break down and keep pick back up and love and kiss and hug there's a big difference when you're in marriage and when you're trying to seek a divorce it's cost it costs it's cost effective that's another it'll hit your pockets just like a new car note and an insurance bill and a, and a new home it'll hit your pockets marriage would take away from you divorce would take away sometimes more than you put in in your marriage so let's keep that song as the topic cheaper to keep her or him now before i go into my next segment part four of relationships and marriage i want to add a little bit of advice to my listeners if you are listening that before you can even move forward in anything in life marriage relationships whatever finances you have to first give an honor to God because that is the building block of everything that is the foundation for everything so my advice to everyone is to stay grounded and founded in God and your Lord and Savior or whatever higher power that you believe in whatever what energy force that that directs you and wakes you up and bring the sun up and put the bring take the moon down at night whatever it does wherever you stand in your whatever your belief is I say you stand in it and you stand strong in it because at the end of the day that's the building block that's the foundation of your marriage that's the foundation of your relationship that's the foundation of love that's the foundation of peace that's the foundation of your finances that's the found foundation of freedom that's the found foundation of everything that you can possibly think it needs to it, it could be so i suggest that you stay in that i'm going to come back to you all again very very soon on marriage and relationships my own experiences and my commentary and and what i feel that marriage is and how it 
how it affects us nowadays. It's in, and I think in my next segment, it's going to be about um, old marriage and new marriage. And how our parents and our grandparents conquered their marriage. Because marriages are not the same now. So that'll be in my next segment about how uh, back in the day marriage was effective. And to to where today's marriage is, is totally different. It's a different dynamics. It's a different um, expectation out of these um these new marriages back in the day compared to the back in the day old marriages with your grandmother and your grandfather and your parents how how do you see the difference what's the difference now between the older marriages back in the day and the new marriage the new millennium marriage the new people marriages and how does it affect you on a um intellectual base we're going to come with that in our next segment. Um, segment four, I believe I'm stepping into. And old school, new school marriage. That's that's going to be one of our topics. So this is, again, potty mouth. Um, I hope you out there listening and um, you're getting an understanding and you're focusing. And I'll be back soon. Tune in into Infinite Wisdom on the ones and twos. God bless you and keep it real all the time. Peace out. Love, peace, and happiness.